I'm going to argue with Jason that there's no such thing as a double switcheroo. Eh, Frank's a loser. Lodero. So I officially hate like 94% of Atlanta fans. Guys, I'm going to make you set down your teacups and take your pinky fingers and put them back into the fist that they need to be in because this has gotten far too cordial. I lost to the freaking cat team. Just a whisker. A whisker of a loss. Was that a rational RSL take from Jason? <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm probably the most rational RSL fan. You just got lawyered by a non-lawyer, bro. Hello and welcome to uh, the MLS Fantasy Insider Podcast, uh, round 13. Um, this week we're down Reed and Mike. Reed is out with Baby Roo and Mike is having to work tonight. So you get me, I'll be your host. I'm Blaine. And then I'm joined by um, Ashley and Tyler, who happen to both be Seattle fans, which is, I think, a first on the show to have yeah. two Seattle people at the same time. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome. Yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah. And I guess I forgot. Um, uh, bro, we should do our brought to you by. Um, but since everything's getting postponed, I thought we'd just postpone that too. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Um, no, we're, we're brought to you by MLSFantasyBoss.com and r slash MLSFantasy and our wonderful Patreon supporters. Um if you guys haven't received anything yet as a Patreon supporter, keep an eye on your mailbox. Stuff is coming out. Um, Reed has got, I think, everything shipped, but the but some of the international packages. So if you're an international fan, you may not have your stuff on the way yet, but everything else should be coming. I know there's some cool stuff. Um, Reed sent some stuff in, and I got one of my pieces today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keep an eye out on that. Thank you again to all of our Patreons. We love having you around, and we're trying to plan some upcoming things. Um, I guess round 13 is the second-to-last round of the year. I That snuck up on me. Um, next week will be the final round. Uh, we do have some stuff planned for the following weeks. I know we're going to have at least one more podcast, maybe two. I'm going to look at doing some Patreon stuff, try to have some guests on, do some different things, get some feedback. Um, on the season. Season wrap-ups one of my favorite times of the year anyway. We get to discuss all the things that happen. And if you haven't seen it or if you haven't found it yet, let us know. But um, James Ballow has put out a fantasy survey. I think he, said, he told Reed today he's had over 700 hits on that so far. Um, trying to get updates, see what we want to do for the next couple of seasons, uh, see where things are going. And if you haven't filled that out or if you haven't found it, let us know. Uh, get that filled out. It'll, it's a huge help for the game, and it'll keep everything going. We want to make keep those positive changes running. Yep. Um, I did mine. Yeah, I did mine. He sent it to me trying to get feedback on it, and I just filled it out for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, it should again, be in your uh, email. Or I think anybody that signed up for Fantasy, it's he emailed mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Might be in your junk email. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, coming off of uh, round, uh, week 12, how did you guys do? Uh, I did all right. I think I, I finished on 96 points. Yeah, let me find that. It wasn't was it... amazing, but it was okay. I ended with the 107. I hit with Santos and Montero, but... I literally five minutes before the first Philly game pulled the armband off Montero because I just got cold feet. And then after their first game, I was like, good for me. And then after their second game, I was like, I'm dumb. So 
Could have could have gone crazy, but 107. I'll I'll take it. 107's great. Um, yeah. I ended up with a 67 this week, so not <laughs> good for me. Um, really, really not good. Um, I was busy. I was having a daddy daughter date, and I missed that Zardes wasn't playing, and I had him as my captain. Oh, yeah, no. I was really happy as I saw scores rolling in that day. I was like, I skipped over Pozuelo. He got four. I skipped over Ladero. He got seven. Then I see Zardes didn't play, and yeah. my heart just sank a little bit. Yeah, I skipped I over you. both of those, too, and then I was like, oh, no, I got to throw in someone. Yeah. Grin yeah. roll Dan got a four, threw in Pantos, got a three. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I think, I think if you got somewhere in the 90s, you had a pretty good week. Um, I'm looking at our experts league, and we've got a, a few 90s, a few uh, a handful, or actually about six, seven people over 100, and then we've got a lot of 40s, 50s, 60s in there too. So it's kind of all over yeah. the place this week. It was kind of seemed like a boomer bust type of week. Uh, really if you hit that Philly game, good for you. I was one of those that yeah. I overlooked. I mean, I had Fontana for nine, but I didn't hit the big hitters. Yeah. I- I only had Montero and I didn't captain him. <laughs> yeah. So I only had Santos because I didn't want to spend the money on Briz and I don't regret it now. But <laughs> at the time, it seemed lazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, any big takeaways from this round? Chat, you guys can chime in too. Any big takeaways that you saw from this round? I I personally I'm... saw a lot of clean sheets shattered in like the final minute of mm-hmm. games. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, I um, I realize that Toronto's injuries are catching up to them. I think that that goes without saying, but that lineup was abysmal, and the play was even more so in real life and in fantasy. Right, like you didn't get any production out of people that you've been getting production out of all season. So that was pretty, pretty apparent. And then my other big takeaway was SKC coming coming in pretty hot after some rest there. Um, yeah. Rest, rest was good. Colorado not playing in 31 days is probably better. Yeah, I yep. was going to say it's a little of both. Like, SKC sure. came out firing, but Colorado looked really bad in that game. Yeah. Yeah, they looked out of shape. I mean, Sporting was passing between the lines and they couldn't do anything to stop it if, if that was mm-hmm. a flat-footed team. Yeah, they looked like San yep. Jose from a few weeks back. Yeah. Uh, on the same token, Minnesota, to me, look, I didn't get to watch a ton of the game, but um, they looked real flat, flat-footed against a Cincy team, you know, who I, I would have expected a little more out of them. And the, the week before was kind of the same. So, yeah. These stop yeah, starts are affecting people. Yeah, um DC seems to have found a way to score. That was one of those big ones that yeah. I've picked up on lately. Um, it, it's really weird seeing them just put up goals. I don't, I don't remember when yeah. the last time they actually got shut out was. Like I've, I banked against them a few times, but they seem yep. to have found a way to put it together. Um, still not sure. a solid team by any means. Not somebody, yeah. not a team I would rely on. But I might not be able to bet against them. against them. Yeah. And I mean, I know Atlanta's not that great, so a two-one win at Atlanta's nothing to brag about. But just their play lately has been better, and they're finding yeah. ways to score, which is really hard to just really hard to bet against. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the stat line for it would be, but the their first game, which I think was last week, not this this past week, 
Um, I wanted to pick up heavy against them, and my husband reminded me that notoriously, after a team fires a coach, they tend to have an odd bounce back. And I mm-hmm. faint-heartedly listened to him, but I'm glad that I did because they'd been an easy team to kind of load up against, and they've been on this weird little tear, wind tear, the last two weeks. So who See, knows how I, long it can go on. But I thought the same thing, so I actually picked up Pines that week and mm-hmm. put him on my bench, oh, and he put up 11 awesome. in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, he did. That's awesome. <laughs> or back-to-back games. Yeah. And then blew his clean sheet last week. I had him on my team again. Yeah. Gotta gotta ride that wave. Yeah, Patrick's probably upset with us now. He told Felix, we don't talk about that DC win. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick's been on the show a couple of times. He's always repping Atlanta yeah. when he's here. And sure. I feel bad. I feel bad for you, man. That's just a... They're kind rough. of a nosedive. It's been a bad year. Um, yep. I mean, they're missing some heavy hitters. They've been down Barco yeah. most of it. They're down Joseph. They just sold off Pity. Pity left, yeah. 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 Um, yep. Any other takeaways from this round? No. Not really. I can think of. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to pick. Um, oh, the other takeaway, uh, Vela's back. That could change. Oh, how did time. we forget? Yep. That could really. Everybody's captain is set because Bella's back. Everybody is ready. Yeah, Bella, Carlos Bella is back. We're gonna have a Lily sighting while I host as well. Hi, Lily. Yeah, that that's the big news of the round that we had. I was gonna save it for the housekeeping section, so we'll just go right there. Um, <laughs> Carlos Hill is back. He scored a goal. Um, Patrick's telling me uh, Carlos Hill is back for um, New England mm-hmm. as well. He got some time. Well. I don't know if he's going to be a starter anytime soon. Um, just the way that team's playing, I don't know. Um, Bella, I do expect to become a starter pretty quick. I think they are below the red line at the moment or flirting mm-hmm. with the red line. So they need anything they can get as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yes, please close my door, Lily. They are actually in fourth place right now. Yeah. In standings or points per game? In standings. Points per game, they are also in fourth. Okay. Not bad. Okay, yeah, they're up there. I thought they were lower than that for some reason. I see him getting like 100, 120 minutes across the two games this week. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd see and, him starting one and subbing in if they need him, probably. But I would see Rossi playing both. I would, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Um, which part of the housekeeping? Um, every team is on a double game week this week. This is the last massive double game week. Um, everybody plays. It looks like oh, I keep switching off my pages, but. Looks like we have two Tuesday games with Montreal and Nashville playing at six or seven Eastern, and then Vancouver and Seattle at ten Eastern, and then everybody else plays their first their first game on Wednesday. So some easy ones there. We do have five teams on a double home, and that's Montreal, Toronto, uh, Dallas, Portland, and San Jose. And then, Sounds right. yeah, and then five teams are on a double road stretch this week, which is Seattle, Chicago, Miami, Houston, and RSL. So just keep those in mind. Um, 
not that home and away really matters in 2020, but uh, just keep those in mind. There is some crazy travel schedules here. So you've got those um, last games of the night of the first round. Uh, you've got them kicking off at 10 and 1030. You've got uh, Portland, L.A., L.A., Houston, and San Jose and RSL, which gives you some easy switcheroo options. That's where you can grab your bench guys from. There's some good options all the way around there. Yeah, um, San Jose's got some great scrub options. Yes. Um, be careful if you're like me. I've been using uh, Blackman for LAFC as one of my scrub options because they're on that West Coast time slot, and he came back this week. Yeah, that's <laughs> careful um, of that one. Yeah, he had that injury mark for so long. He was just a great 4.0 option. So watch yeah. that. We've got guys returning all over the place right now. Yep. And don't yeah. want to get stuck with one of those guys coming in off the bench. My go-to is Ulysses for Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to do any red card issues. Did you guys see any red cards this week? Uh, the LA guy, Gonzalez. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Galaxy. defender, Gonzalez. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I think that was it. Yeah, Maybe I think, I'm misremembering, but. I think, yeah, that was it. And then There were a, f- a few uh, yellow card watched now, though. That didn't I, they uh, also go back and suspend Lundquist? From Houston, am I? Oh, I didn't. He got he for a tackle, not this. Oh yeah, he did get a suspension. Yeah, I don't know if it was a one or two game suspension or one or more, but he got suspended. That was inactive for this weekend, and I thought it was more than one week. So, I don't know if he's, you know, like a heavy pickup, but (laughs) I believe he's on red card. Yeah, chat's confirming it too. He got a two game suspension. That's what Um, I thought. I didn't see any big injuries this week, um, uh, unless you guys have heard an update on Dilem. Uh, I actually did hear an update, but he mm-hmm. said that he is doing perfectly fine. He didn't need to go through protocol or anything mm-hmm. for concussion. Yeah, that, that was my concern when I saw that. It's like, if he's coming out of the game, is that concussion yeah. protocol or whiplash it, or something? It looked nasty. He mm-hmm. looked like he... like went limp immediately and in case Uh, anyone doesn't know what we're referencing he got taken out by a referee yeah referee (laughs) it was not just just any referee it's elfathen (laughs) elfathen yeah i know we don't speak his name in my house so i left it out on purpose i mean if he if he cocks his arm and somebody tries to run around him he's gonna elbow him in the face every time like that's just how big he is I, yeah. th- I think Giovinco yeah. could actually have run underneath his elbow if he had raised it. So, well, sure. I, I don't yeah. doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I'd, I'd seen that he was training, and Gustav Svensson isn't cleared yet, right, Tyler? I heard that they were all in training. Were they all together, yeah. or were they training alone? Uh, all I heard was that Rui Diaz, Ariaga, and Svensson were all able to train today. And then in that case, Jerusalem might be a asterisk anyways, because if Gustav's back, he probably won't feature. And yeah. if Rui Diaz is coming back, that's really handy. Well, Rui Diaz is for sure because he's a, what's it called? Um, like a there's, there's a term that they've made it for once you have COVID and then have a negative test. You don't have to go. Okay. Once he was done with quarantine in Peru, he didn't have to quarantine when he got back. So. Oh, yeah. There's a, a Boba C in chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bobacy, I guess, is questionable. I haven't seen anything about him. I haven't either. I 
asked someone in chat earlier and they said that they haven't heard anything since five days ago when he was concussed. Sure. Okay. okay. Well, All right. Let's get on with our player picks. Um, Ashley, we'll start with you with keepers and sure. defenders. Okay. Um, I am rolling a Tim Melia Stefan Fry keeper situation. I, the one negative to my Sounders fandom is I don't love us defensively in fantasy. Um, this year, last couple of years, if I'm being pretty honest. Um, but I want to give him a shot. Stefan Fry is still relatively cheap for keepers at 7.9, and Tim Melia has a great running game this week, and he's only 6.4. Um, so I'm going to put Steph on my bench and see what happens, and if it doesn't go well, I'll probably keep Melia in to start. Um, I have a couple teams that I like for shutouts, um, but none that I absolutely love. I like New England again this week. Um, I love SKC this week. Uh, so I have, I'm going back and forth between Farrell and then was it Hessler or Kessler for New England? Um, Farrell is a cheaper option. That own goal didn't scare me off him since he did so well the next game. Um, and it was a pretty impressive own goal. I don't think he could do it again if he tried. Um, and then I like Fontes from SKC. Not, I'm sure you, you can tell me someone better playing in a minute, but. Um, I like what he's been able to do the last couple weeks. And then going back and forth between Brooks Lennon and Hollingshead, um, I think I'm still remembering the couple weeks that Lennon was so positive offensively. Um, but I think it might be about time to cut ties with him. But that Cincy game uh, is making me want to hold on to him for one more week. And then I have Ray Gaddis on my bench right now because – Philly looks really good. I watched that whole game and just watching them, I want to pick up one of their defenders, but their schedule this week is one that I don't love with Chicago and then at Columbus. So um, I'm sticking my Philly guy on my bench and just kind of Gaddis is also returning from injury, but he played both games this week. So um, I can't spend that type of McKenzie money. I just can't talk myself into it. Um, but if you want to, it's a great shot. Um. I actually also was going to do a Fry and Melius Keeperu, yeah. but I got scared away from Fry. I think he's a right. little too much for me. So I'm just going Melia right now and seeing his score. And if I need to, I can go like Marcinkowski or something sure. since they have double home. Um, and then I'm just, I've done it for weeks on end. I load up against Cincy defense or mm -hmm. Cincy in general. So I have. I don't know how to say his, his name. Funchet. Um, and uh, I actually also have Gasper because I really like their matchup against Colorado. Sure. Um, and I I just grabbed Leardom. I don't think I want him, but he's 6.8. Mm -hmm. Pretty cheap defender. So I have him just for a bench fly right now, but I think I'm going to fade him for another Cincy guy. Or not Cincy, uh, Minnesota guy. Plain Cincy, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I went I went a little different. Um, money's a little tighter on my defense, but I've got Joe oh Willis. I've got Joe Willis and Melia in a keeper room. Um, mm -hmm. I like that. I, I, get, I get Fry. Fry's cheaper. Like, that makes sense, but I just went with Willis. It's that first game. It's an easy one to see. 
and the way they've been playing lately, um, I have a lot of faith in that. The Montreal game looks really good. Um, I know Montreal's been putting up goals, but I think this is the one where it's going to go. And then uh, with that, I've got Romney in there as well. Romney's still putting up good bonus points, regardless of the clean sheet or not. He's been good for me. And then I'm, I'm with you, Tyler. I'm doubling up with uh, Jalen Lindsay and Amadou Dia for Kansas City. Comes out at a flat 12 for both of them. I mean, just get that in that price point. Uh, both of them have a lot of offensive potential, and I'm expecting them to get the shutout against Cincy. And so I'll just that, – that was an easy one, not, not very expensive. If Winston Reed does play, I will take him at four instead of Lindsay. I think he's got a little bit better average, but that third center back spot has been rotated. Yeah, that's who so, I was looking at was Lindsay instead of Leodon. Yeah, um, Ashley, you said Fontas. If Fontas is playing, he's a good pick. He's one of the he's one of the cheaper options. Punchets has played more. It's got that price rise, uh, but yeah. that third spot is really kind of up in the air. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see Graham Smith this week. Just for me, seems to be ro- rotating through it. I wouldn't be surprised if we see it. But Fontas scored a goal. He seems to be playing okay, and might as well keep running him out there as long as he's playing okay. So yeah. it, it, just watch that lineup if you're going to go with that thir- that other center back besides Poonchats. He's the only real lock to start. And now that I say that, he's going to get rotated. But sure, Don't for me, it does, to, for me <laughs> but, it does love to rotate though, which it burned me in fantasy in the past. In the past, yeah. for sure. And that's that's the safety play with Lindsay and Dia. There's really no backups there. I mean, Martins could come in, but he hasn't been playing well. Both of those kids have been playing really well. And so that's who I have. I went really light on defense. Um, Tyler, we'll let you start off with your midfielders. Uh, this is where I kind of loaded up. I went with kind of pricey midfielders. I have Morgan because he's so consistent. I, I can't in my right mind, take him off my team, even with double away. Um, I have Montero again, mainly for the Chicago game, but I said that last week, and then they throttled TFC. So um, I have Kinda right now, and Pedro Santos, but I'm kind of iffy on him. I still think he'll come, he'll bounce back. And I currently have Christian Roldan at 7-7. 7.7 just for like the floor but again it's i'm not like super high on seattle this week i don't i can't homer it but i currently have <laughs> I them and i think i'll probably rotate them out yeah with christian's a, a good budget pick if you like seattle midfield but i will say it depends on where they play him because when he plays on the wing he picks up more points and mm-hmm. when they have to move him centrally he's kind of a bust of a pick yeah, I think if Svensson is back, I'll play him. Otherwise, I probably am going to rotate him out. Sure. Yeah, Ashley, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I felt like he had one more. I don't know why. Math's not my strong suit. Um, <laughs> so I am also rolling with Montero. Like I said, I don't their their schedule. I don't love, but they looked so good. Um, and so I'm going to keep keep him one more week i also picked up kinda i went back and forth between him and russell but um if it looks like he's healthy enough to go both i like him a little bit better um i'm also going with diego valeri i know saravisi has been rotating a lot and they've had some injuries here and there um which i hope will mean that diego valeri will play both but 
Um, the West is so tight in points right now, uh, and the way that he is, I would anticipate that they'll go for both points and not necessarily throw a rest game anywhere. Um, if they did, it would probably be the Vancouver game because, it, you know, they're both home. But um, we'll we'll see. I'm kind of going to watch it. Uh, I have Nico Ladero, which just gets harder and harder every week because he's so expensive, and Seattle is kind of – I wouldn't say it's a slump. It's more of just people are missing. Um, but with Rui Diaz coming back this week and then possibly Gustav as well, um, I would anticipate a game against Vancouver and Colorado. You'd see more of the old Nico Ladero, not the last two weeks Nico Ladero. Um, and then my budget pick right now is Pizarro at 6.9. And that so cheap. <laughs> right, yeah. I couldn't tell if you made that face because of the name or the price. But no, the price. <laughs> I was like, whoa. It's it's not one that um, I, I'm not expecting a bunch out of him, but he's just back from international and he contributes to that midfield so well. And he hasn't really got to play with Higuain yet. He's back after a week of rest from his red card. So I also don't love their two road games, but for a cheap bench defender, I just kind of like liked him. So yeah, yeah. I mean. Now you got me looking at him. Like, <laughs> yeah, 6.9, I mean, Morgan's, that's so, so yeah. nice. Morgan's definitely the moneymaker from that midfield. Um, but like I said, money is tight this week, depending on what you want to do and where you want to put it. So um, a, a, my midfield has most of my money, so having that cheap option was, was really good. Um, I also liked, but don't have him, just to throw it out here. Let me make sure I say his name right. Um, uh, is D. Jones from New England. He's mm-hmm. been playing consistently, but is just recently starting to kind of pop with points. Um, and New England, like I said earlier, they have at DC or sorry, home versus DC. And then at New York Red Bull, both two teams that are kind of breaking that slump, um, but aren't super well put together teams. So for a cheap bench option, like I said, not someone I'm going to start by any means, but um, just as kind of like a hope and a whim on your bench. I like those two guys for budget. Yeah, Jones is an interesting one. I, I keep running across his name because I want to access the New England defense. He's been mm-hmm. playing a lot of right back, and that's where yep. that's where the points can be streaky. Um, if you've got a good matchup there and he's going to get forward, he can be really good, but he's yeah. a midfielder playing defense, which really is killing his production. He could be doing a lot more sure. if he's a I've got, I've, for my lineup, I've got three guys that have just kind of been set and forget. I've, I'm keeping Ladero, Pozuelo, and Pedro Santos. I just mm-hmm. Those guys have all been just engines in the midfield. I know Chat's talking about Zellerion, and if he comes back, um, I made the choice a few weeks ago, and I'm not going to play Zellerion probably for the rest of the season. Just it, <laughs> Santos has been playing so well. And, yeah. And... And I don't know if Zella's got a nagging injury or if they're just trying to watch his minutes and save him for the playoffs and just keep him fit. I, I don't yeah, know yeah. what it is, but he, to me, is always a 45-minute risk or an early sub okay. risk. If he takes a slight knock, they're going to pull him. Like they, They're not going to let his injury situation get out of hand. So I just I can't do it. And Santos gets better points playing in that central role. Yeah. But – when he goes out wide, he's still getting good points. Just it, it's a no-brainer for me. I'd rather avoid the injury risk, avoid rotation, just avoid it all, and stick with Santos. 
and it seems these three guys have just been consistently putting up points. I know last week wasn't the greatest week for that. I mean, a seven and a four for Ladero and Pozuelo, but those are the outlier weeks. If you if you stick with somebody every week, you're going to have that happen. Yep. Um, yep. But more often than not, they're they're coming out as two of your best midfielders, and their price reflects that. So on my bench, I've got Fontana. Um, 6.8 is a good bench option. He's a couple of bad ones, but he's been seven, eight points consistently off the bench and making me really worry about our work on keeping him there. I run two scrubs most of the time and take the three highest scores, and his, he's never blown me away to where I want to take somebody off my field. But, yeah, he's he's a good one there. And that, that fifth spot's kind of up in the air. I'm looking at some cheaper options. I want to try to free up some money. Right now I've got it on Finley for um, Minnesota yeah. Can, if he starts. I mean, that first game against Colorado is really, really tempting. Uh, Greg is also in the same price point, so he's another easy one to slot in. Uh, Busio for Kansas City is another one that I've been looking at at this price point. And then Yamil Assad's actually been playing really well lately, and he comes in at 6.9. Yep. There's, there, there's so many good options here, depending on who starts and what the matchups are, that you could you could easily go a lot of different ways. Uh, Tajori Shradi for New York City is a 6.2, and he's also on my short list this week for that last spot. Um, at Toronto and then home to Red Bulls, that's not too, That's not easy games, but that's still a lot of potential to go grab something. And so that's my midfield. I'm looking over at chat. Um, <laughs> Brian says Maxi is only 7.5 if you want to bench mid. Um 7.5 million for Maxi Morales is insane. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll go both, right? Because he just came back from a pretty decent yeah. injury. That's my only concern. But if he's your bench guy, roll it, yeah. right? If he plays a full game, he's still going to pull some strings. So I just don't like their matchups, Toronto and Red Bulls, but who knows what can happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian's asking here saying no love for Molino. He's under 10 again. Um, if Molino starts that first game, yeah, he's a guy definitely I've got my eye on, but the pricing, I'm actually looking at guys that are sub-8 instead of sub-10 right now. I was actually yeah. looking at Robin Laud, because he, he's mm-hmm. been a point generator lately. Um, sure. I actually think if both Pedro Santos and Zaylerian start, I'm going to take off Santos, because he just doesn't get points with Zaylerian in the on the field, and I'll probably put in Robin Laud. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota's midfield does well, but I will point out that they scored a stoppage time game winner from Mr. Abby Dalkemper, and that was it. So mm-hmm. I don't know that that necessarily is an indication of their trend, but, you know, yeah, their midfield's I, really Easter famine, and so it's kind of like, you know, picking one and hoping it sticks. Yeah, they've but, been kind of spotty, but Lada's still put up. He's at 9, 7, yeah. 4, 5 didn't play. Lon to me has been the most consistent. Yeah. For them. He's playing a little deeper. He's getting the bonus points going both ways, doing that box to box type of thing. He's he's yeah. got the he's got consistent points coming from other areas besides scoring, which has been helpful for him. I I love this week because there's so many options there in the middle that you can go grab. Mm-hmm. Any Especially when you start getting that under eight million, there are a lot of options right hovering right around that eight million mark that are just fantastic. It's just really surprising. Everyone's prices are dropping. 
Yeah. Not everyone. Carlos Velo still twelve million somehow, and he's played <laughs> three games all season. So I don't know. Well, Ashley, perfect segue. Okay. For forward, I thought I'd give you and, a lob ball. Yeah, perfect segue. Uh, who are your forwards, and do you have Vela? Tyler. No, you get to start this one, Blaine. Did I start? Oh yeah, Blaine, you haven't started. Only fair. Oh, I get to do the hard one. Um, <laughs> it's. I currently don't have Vela in my lineup, and maybe that's just an oversight because I didn't pay attention this weekend enough, but I do know he scored a goal when he came back. I worry about him. I worry about the price and how he's going to do coming back, how fit he is, if he's going to run. But then I see it's Houston, Houston then at San Jose, and that is just a great matchup there. I just That $12 million is becoming harder and harder to find on my team. Um, I would probably have to sack a midfielder to get this, although I do have my other forward. I have Polito out there, which could easily be... Do you think he'll go both? Vela. What? Do you think he'll go both? I do, yeah. He's okay. back. The only reason he missed... You would know. That's duty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, he's... When he's healthy, he plays. Um, okay. he, may be, he may be a rotation risk. Hurtado's been playing really well off the bench. And so you... He may get he may get sixty in one of those games, but no, I like Polito, but Polito may have to become Vela. And then my third spot, I'm actually looking at Teal Bunbury for New England. He okay. seems to have with two games, um, Red Bulls in DC. They're not the easiest matchups. I don't trust the DC defense at all. It's one of those. But Bunbury has been involved in a lot of scoring plays lately. Seems to be getting a lot of work done, and he comes in at that uh, sub seven million price point. I just I like these matchups. I like where he's going, and I didn't see a ton of other forward options that I really liked in the lower price points mm-hmm. this week. And then because I have to, and I haven't been here for a while, Zardes has been on my team for every week I've missed. Um, just I I I've had to play with the set and forget type of mentality, and this time it burned me because I had him and he didn't play, but. Um, I do like that DC matchup. I think I could do better with the money this week, but yeah. I, I will. I'm not there. sure if anyone in chat knows this or if either of you, but he didn't even travel. Do we know why? Did anybody see why? Oh. Yeah, I didn't chat. even know that he didn't for the travel. game he didn't start. He wasn't in the 18, so I just assumed that meant. I did not hear any of that. The other thing is... Now, now I'm going to cor- double-check myself, but I feel pretty confident. <laughs> the other thing is, there's like a correlation where when Zaylorion starts, Zardes doesn't get points. He doesn't sure. score. Hmm. Yeah, Zardes it- was not on the bench in that game. Hmm. Interesting. So, unless it's just not in the app that Could I'm have been a personal at, reason? Yeah, I didn't see anything. That's what I'm saying, Blaine, is it might be. I'm not sure if anyone else knows anything or if I missed yeah, something. I but um, he did, he wasn't in the 18th, so it's worth noting. Yeah, I, I'll I'll keep looking at that because, yeah, if he's not playing, he's definitely coming out of my lineup. That's, I don't have to yeah, keep him your if go-to. he's not playing. <laughs> yeah. You can I don't flip have to that, keep him if he's not playing. But. You can flip that to, Z- to Vela. <laughs> yeah. But Ashley, what do you got going on this week at forward? Well, I want to remind, I wish Mike was here because we, you know, got got into it in a figurative way. Last time I was on, which was, it was Bella's first game back. 
and he made fun of me for not captaining him. And then Vela got hurt in 20 whatever minutes and never played again until last week. So I am not, I love Carlos Vela and everything he brings to the fantasy world, but I, and I, maybe I'll regret it, but I'm not hopping on that train just because he played however many 18 minutes this weekend or whatever it was. Um, I just don't think it's worth the 12 for what I think they'll do. I don't think Bob Bradley is going to play him two 90 minute games when they need him in playoffs. You know, LAFC more than anybody knows the importance of being playoff prepared because they've just, you know, laid a goose egg in playoffs each of their seasons hmm. um, or not lived up to the potential that they thought they had. Right. So um I'm not anticipating him to go the whole time. With that said, I did pick up Diego Rossi coming back um, healthy. Um, that offense has needed some some life, and I think he is a more sure bet to go both games. I could be wrong. Um, I also am paying attention to the New England lineup on Wednesday because both Keel and Bo are green. Um and I like their games a lot, but I don't know if they'll both play either together or both games or whatever. So there's one thing I know about Bruce Arena. He's the play your best lineup every time, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but I don't know how healthy they are back from injury. So I'm paying attention to Bo, even though I don't have him in my team right now. Um, I'm also going to go really Homer, which, you know, I don't usually do, but I am actually picking up Jordan Morris this week. Um, with Rui back, I see a spark in that offense against Vancouver and Colorado. And even though co- the Colorado game's away, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Double um, away. I still, well, the Vancouver game's in Portland, so that's a bus ride really. Um, but I just, I don't know. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's the first time I am being kind of homer with my fantasy pick, but um, I I see some production against those two teams this week. But um, I, you know, like I said, I could I could be blinded by my own fandom. But and then I'm also looking at Cassianos as a bench budget option. Um, And then I also went with Buxa last week as a as a bench pick from New England. He was four point two. I think he's five now um scored a goal, right? he, he didn't yeah he scored he's a dp to be clear Shit score um so <laughs> he's not always starting and i don't know why i don't follow new england regularly um for fantasy or in general but um he and the other cheap forward for them buchanan they both scored last week so um like i said that's not a starter for me but depending on how i decide to move money around if i if i spend some more in the midfield and stuff um they either of them might be a good bench budget pick if you need one. But like I said, Books has a DP. He's like the number nine. So um, I like that Teal Bunbury pick for sure. But if you need to save more money, um, looking at lineups, I, I will say Buchanan started both, but Buxa didn't. But he scored in the game when he didn't start. So um, like I said, not starting or captaining any of those guys, but um, I think that they're good budget picks depending on where you want to spend your money. Um, so I actually also do not have Vela on my team. I don't think that he's going to produce enough. Like, I think he'll be in plays, but I don't think he's he'll produce enough for his price 
or play enough minutes to be worth the 12.6 is it yeah. i didn't even look at his price yeah 12.6 um but i do have rosie i think that he is uh, at least 160 minutes over the two games and he's just always been in their attack he's he's kind of like their go-to if you want an lafc guy um and my guy you guys haven't mentioned him i have kyoto for mm -hmm. montreal that's also one for felix out there if he's still watching um he's been really heavily producing in their attack and mm -hmm. when he was out for that short period of time uh montreal didn't look that good but now that he's back they're just like they're at least scoring a goal a game yeah and he's been involved in pretty much every goal that they're they're scoring um and my kind of cheap bench sleeper pick is hara for fc dallas yeah i just i just really like the double home game he's like a he's gonna be 180 minutes he plays pretty much every one of their games and one of their games is also a rivalry against houston mm -hmm. so i i always say that rivalries are question marks and question marks are good for forwards i think so he's gonna ride my bench yeah i didn't i didn't realize he dropped down to 5.4 as well yeah me neither the Pizarro strikers, who knew? Yeah, right. Felix threw out Mora with Philadelphia or with Portland. He's been playing pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. Especially if the Bobasi's got a knock, he's going to be a guy that's going to show up and probably yep. get more minutes. Um, guy yeah. that I've had to keep an eye on. I've seen him on the score sheet way too many times. Uh, Felix did yeah. like your Kyoto pick, Tyler. Um, he said that's a great pick for the week. Got a question. Thoughts on Cadiz off the bench? Is he the, seven. Is he the Red Bull guy? The, the, I am not the new sure. signing Red Bull guy? Is that who that is? I don't know who that is. My... <laughs> yeah, he's. I know I've seen the name. I just haven't. I haven't watched him play yet, so I have so no idea. Nashville. Nashville. Okay. I mean, sure. <laughs> Um, he's, he's, I don't know. He but, has he's played only twenty minutes in the last yeah. three games. Like he looks it, like he's a DP guy, isn't he? I yeah, think they I, just think, I thought him. so. Yeah, he's yeah. DP. Um, I mean, you've got you've got Baji, Akam, and Rios out for for them with injuries. Um, yeah, Delotti, who is hit or miss, like sure. <laughs> In that situation, I mean, if Cadiz is going to start, um, that's a pretty decent shout, like, for a bench option. Um, sure. Montreal's defense is hit or miss. Um, sometimes they come out really strong. Sometimes they don't. Uh, Chicago can be the same way. These are not matchups I really like. Um, I would I would go with Tyler's pick and take Hara over Cadiz this week if it was me, um, Buxa, or whatever. I mean, I think you've got some cheaper options for a better bench flyer there, but I, the way, the way they've been playing, I do think this is, that's not a bad pick if you want to take that slot. I just think there's some better, cheaper options to save some money and spend it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then I guess, finally, captain picks this week. 
This week seems wide open to me. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, this is one of the very, very few times that I captain a non-midfielder. I'm actually Ooh. captaining Kyoto this week. Going wow. all in. I like the commitment. Yeah, Ashley? Um, I currently have the armband around Nico. Um, I think I'll kind of see how I feel when the lineups come out for the game tomorrow. Um, Vancouver's not always a cakewalk for the Sounders, and mm-hmm. Vancouver's been in this weird little run like San Jose has where you think they're going to be garbage and then, you know, they score two goals. Um, Freddie Montero plays really well against us too. So I don't know, but um, I think kind of like you said, I think it's kind of wide open this week. Um, So I might move it to Rossi. Um, I also might move it to kind of just because I like them playing Cincy and I also like the Minnesota matchup, but um, I think that might be a little too bold for me, even though it might, might produce so right now i'm going to keep it on nico but um i'm thinking about throwing it on on rossi i have it on ladero right now as well i just smart money with those two games i mean the vancouver one can be a trap game but the way colorado played against kansas city he should be able to pick them apart i mean that'll be that'll be their third game coming back so hopefully they're back in a little bit better shape and they can mount a little bit better defense coming up and so I wouldn't bank on Colorado as they played Kansas City. I would expect them to be a little bit better than that. But he that's definitely a solid option. I think if I if I had him and I didn't have that, I, I wasn't going with Ladero, I'd be looking at Rossi. Um, I'm looking at Polito as my other one. I just sure. I think he's going to do some work against Cincinnati. That's going to be one of those games where they're going to bunker and he's going to see a lot of the ball. I just I have that feeling, but he can be a little bit boomer bust too. He's he's not the guy that gets the bonus points. He does get more involved and he usually gets one or two. He's better than your two point two point guy, but not a whole lot better at this point. So I I've got it on Ladero right now. That's just the way I think it has to go. I think if I end up caving away from Kyoto, I would go with Morgan just because he's he yeah. consistently puts up at least six. But mm-hmm. I feel like this, I have to climb rank. So I feel like I have to do one of those off the wall captains. Mm. And so I'm doing Kyoto. I just need to gain 20 points over these last tw- two weeks to get in the money. Yeah, that's a, Tyler, you bring up a great point. We're going to do plugs. And my thing at this time of the year is always, um, I always tell people at the start of the year, pick, set your goals, try to tell, tell yourself where you want to get and see if you can make it, whether that's top 500, top 200, top 50, finish in the money, whatever. Um, where at that time, if you're not meeting your goals and you're not trying to protect your spot, it's time to throw a caution to the wind, grab some of those bigger risk yep. players. Like Tyler's got it right. If you're, if you're outside the money and looking at it, now's the time where you've got to <laughs> kind of make those changes maybe it is time to captain bella and just go with it if he blows <laughs> up on houston or san jose coming yeah. back ready to show the league he's here um yeah he doesn't need 90 minutes to do it to be yeah. fair yeah i, I hope he didn't jinx me this this <laughs> week <but laughs> yeah um that's always my thing at this time of year it's time to throw caution to the wind if you're trying to hit your goal um 
you don't have any time you don't have really have anything to lose if you wanted to finish top 200 and you're outside got to make your moves now don't don't worry about what everybody's doing don't worry about what the best picks are go through as the most upside and see if you can meet your goal and if you're playing for prizes it's the same thing yeah ashley anything from you uh, as always, I'm always going to give a shout out to Switch the Pitch um, and the lovely ladies over there covering as much as we can of this crazy season. So if you haven't yet, give us a, a follow and check out some of our articles. Yeah, Switch the Pitch always does good work. Uh, Tyler? Uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to the Fantasy Boss Discord. Like, I personally ha- wouldn't be able to come as far as I have without that Discord. I kind of just played for two years just for fun. And then actually my my best friend who I got into fantasy told me about the Discord. And I'm like, oh, sure, let's let's check it out. And since then, I've been consistently top 500 just being a regular in that chat. Yeah, Discord's a great place to hang out. If you don't if you guys don't have access to it, shoot me a tweet and we'll we'll get you an invite in there. Um, well, I think think that's everything for tonight thanks everybody for coming out ashley tyler it was great to have you guys on uh chat it's been fun as always uh been a good busy night with a lot of the a lot of familiar names and some new ones to me which is always great i love seeing people come out and interact with us it really does help the show and when you got a guest host like me or a fill-in host like me it really helps to have chat there to help me out (laughs) yeah so i really appreciate it and um we'll see you guys next week and good luck